Welcome to Sleepy Head Stories today. We love to read books, be silly, and play. Me and my mommy are here every week to read you great stories that all are unique. Join us at bedtime, or bath time, or breakfast. We promise it's better than a trip to the dentist. Welcome to Sleepyhead Stories. So, Chetta, if I had to ask you, what is something that you're good at, that you like to do, that you feel like you're good at, what would you say it is? What was that? Drawing. Drawing. That's right. I know. It's one of your favorite things to do, right? Yeah. What's that? You got a drawing right next to you you drew last night before bed. Right before bed, Conchetta loves drawing. And sometimes at like weird times, she'll be like, I have to draw something right now. And so last night, (laughs) it was so late and she needed to draw this picture for her father. She had to get it out of her head and create it, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's, well, it's a picture of, you can tell them. Baymax. Because I'm going to watch Baymax with my dad on Sunday. Yeah, they were talking about what movie they wanted to watch on Sunday, and your father said what? Um, Baymax. But what's the name of the movie? It's not called Baymax. It's called what? Six, something about six heroes. Oh, Big Hero Six. Big Hero Six. Yeah, they love that movie, and so... Um, Conchetta had to go quickly draw a picture of Baymax. So Conchetta loves drawing and she's good at it. She practices it almost every single day. It's something she takes art classes for. And um, just like in the book we're about to read, we're going to learn that everybody can't be the best at everything all the time, even though you might want to. You might be in school and find yourself, um, you know, not always knowing the answer. And that's okay. You don't always have to. And you can do things in of your course, own time. Of course, because I'm, like, super bad at math. Just... You're super bad at math? I suck at math. Well, you don't, don't say that. But I you... Do. Let's talk about it like this. So, when you take a math test, right, Chetta? Yeah. You know that you can get the answers. But are you, like, the first one done with the test every time? Well, um, math is my least favorite part of school because it's hard mm-hmm. but spelling I've literally never got even a 99% in spelling I've always gotten 100% yeah you're really good at spelling but math takes you a little bit more time right yes right hard it's hard and that's okay it's okay that that takes you a little bit more time you don't have to be every single subject the best at it yeah in fact I don't really know many kids that are yeah right so from Ellie though she like loves math. Yeah, some kids do. And for her, my spelling at one hundred percent is her math one hundred percent. Yeah, she has a harder time with spelling, right? Well, I think she's just like good at both. She's good at both. Yeah, I don't know. I haven't talked to her in a very long time. <laughs> well, like you're gonna find out in the book, the smart cookie. The cookie in the book has a hard time with things like math too. And takes, you know, not, is not always the first to finish things and isn't, doesn't always have the answer. But the cookie finds out something that he's really good at in the end. 
like making other cookies. I'm making a maybe. Making maybe. Cookies. But just like with you, you're good at spelling and you really like drawing, right? Yeah. Yeah. Wait, maybe like like how we make like gingerbread man, that's basically like humans making humans. So maybe like cookies make cookies. <laughs> they make other cookies, maybe that's how it works. So Guys, this story coming up is really important and it's about basically finding what's good, what you're good at and what you like to do and going with it and not worrying about what everybody else is doing. Okay? It's a really good lesson to learn. Yeah. Yeah. All right, guys. After this, we're going to get to the story, the smart cookie. Cookie. Okay, hold on. Yay! So... You guys, we came up with a cute project, actually not we, Conchetta did, on how to draw a cute cookie, like a cookie that has eyeballs. <laughs> and this is her idea. And so she's going to tell you where you can go online with your parents' help and learn how to draw a cookie like in the book, a smart cookie. Go ahead, Chetta. So um, you go on to YouTube, not like kids' YouTube or anything, like the real YouTube. Mm-hmm. And then you search up how to draw a cute cookie. And then a few things might pop up and you're not going to see it right away. You have to scroll down a bit. And then you'll see like a video of like a picture of um, cookies and milk with like faces on it. And their YouTube channel is called Art for Kids Hub. And you could just like watch it. I've never done it before. but Yeah, it's called Art for Kids Hub. Conchetta draws a lot of things um, from this particular YouTube channel. They do all kinds of fun things. I think it's a dad and and his kids, right? Yeah. Yeah, he's like a professional drawer. And you've even used this YouTuber in school, I think, too, sometimes, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. They're pretty, you might know who they are. And they have some cute cookie and milk um, drawings on there. That'll be a fun activity to go along with this book. Don't you think it almost looks exactly like the drawings in the book doesn't it except that's a vanilla cookie and that's a chocolate cookie yeah the cookie in the book is a vanilla it doesn't cookie really matter sprinkles. what the cookie looks like like for example most of the time like when you're drawing like a thing or whatever mm-hmm. a thing <laughs> um usually um the kid does something different from the dad and that's totally okay like for example the cookie could be a chocolate chip cookie it could be like a strawberry shortcake cookie or i don't know if that's an actual thing or something (laughs) could have sprinkles on it like in the book right yeah yeah so there's a fun activity guys you can do uh, that goes along with the book the smart cookie great idea thank you for that conchetta yeah (laughs) all right guys Oh, and how about we ask them to take pictures of their cookie drawings and send it to us Wait, they can, on um, Instagram. Wait, how about they, can we maybe. Or Facebook. How about, can we open like a P.O. box or something and they can well, like send it to us? Maybe in the future. Right now, it takes oh. a while to get a P.O. box and they're because a little would, bit expensive. Because that would, so. be, that would be cool because like they could like draw stuff and then they could like send it to us. That would be cool, and maybe that's a great idea for the future. For now, you guys in can rea- just... In reality, like, we're like, oh my god, millions of people are going to be sending us letters, no. but in reality, only, like, 100 people follow us. <laughs> yeah, it's not going to be millions of people, definitely not. Um, but <laughs> if you want to take a photo of your cookie with your parents' help, and you can send it to us on Instagram or Facebook, and we will post it on our page. Most of my friends don't even know I have a YouTube channel. They, I know, well. YouTube, you can't send photos through YouTube, but through Instagram and Facebook, you can. 
All right, guys, have fun drawing those cookies. Bye. The Smart Cookie by Jory John and Pete Oswald. Greetings. I'm a cookie. I live in a bakery on a street corner near a river. Come on in. Welcome to our little community. It's a warm and supportive place to spend some time. Pretty fantastic, eh? There's all kinds of baked goods, dancing around, having fun. These days, life is sweet, but my journey wasn't always a cakewalk. When I was younger, I couldn't have imagined fitting in here. For a long time, I didn't feel comfortable speaking up or sharing my ideas. I didn't feel like a smart cookie. I wanted to be a cookie who knew all the answers, a cookie who felt confident in a group, a cookie who said, aha, when solving a puzzle, like this, aha. <laughs> Looking back, I had some trouble in my early days. I went to school in a gingerbread house. Our teacher, Miss Biscotti, was kind and patient. When I arrived each morning, she'd wave at me and smile. Hello. But I didn't get the best grades. And I never raised my hand because I couldn't think of the answers as fast as the others. And I was the last to finish most tests. Hmm. It wasn't because I didn't care, and it wasn't because I didn't try. Sometimes I get distracted and mess up, even though I knew the material. Those were the most frustrating moments of all. Once, I misspelled the word dough. That was rough. <laughs> Everybody in class is like, <gasps> Another time, I added when I meant to subtract. So it says 2 minus 2 on the blackboard equals 4. Occasionally, we'd have a lesson where I had absolutely no idea what was happening. I just couldn't keep up. I imagined that my desk was a raft and that I was completely lost at sea because that's what it felt like. At night, I slept in a cookie jar. I had about six dozen roommates. <laughs> move! You move! No, you move! No, you move! No, you move! <laughs> They're all in the cookie jar together. <sighs> I'd stay awake and stare out the window and worry. And it went this way day after day. But then, something happened that changed everything. It all started with a homework assignment. Miss Biscotti requested our attention one afternoon. 
Tonight, I would like you to create something completely original, she announced. It can be anything you want. Please bring it to class tomorrow. That was it. There were no further instructions. Miss Biscotti winked at me as I gathered my belongings. I felt like I had a million butterflies in my stomach. Create anything? Something original? Do tomorrow? Oh! When I got home, I immediately went to work. At first, I tried a cooking project. The results were half-baked. Next, I tried to hammer and nail something. It splintered immediately. Then I tried making a sculpture. It was a complete bust. I wondered if I was about to fail yet another assignment. I was stuck. I stared out the window and watched the rain hit the river. There was something mesmerizing about the water, how it moved in such a chaotic way, swirling around and around yet ultimately figuring out exactly where it needed to go. Aha! Suddenly, I had an idea. I decided to write something original. A poem. I came up with a title based on how I'd been feeling. My Crumby Days. After that, the rest of it seemed to fall into place. I wrote, and I wrote. I lost track of time, and an hour went by in a flash. Aha! I said when I finished. I'm done! I couldn't sleep that night, but it wasn't because I was worried. It was because I was excited. I felt like I had really accomplished something. I felt smart. The following day, Miss Biscotti asked for volunteers to share what we'd created. One kid showed off his original frosting art. Another kid revealed her sprinkle distribution machine. It was neat seeing how everyone was good at such different things. Finally, Miss Biscotti turned to me. Would you like to share anything? She asked. <clears throat> um, I gulped. I thought I'd probably crumble under the pressure. But I made my way to the front of the classroom. I noticed my hands were shaking and my mouth went dry. <clears throat> this poem is called My Crummy Days, I said, my voice cracking, and then I read it aloud. As I spoke, I noticed some kids nodding at certain lines. Other kids laughed at parts that were supposed to be funny. As I built toward the finale, I felt myself becoming more confident and animated. And in the end, Everybody clapped and cheered. I promise you this, I'll never, ever forget it. Miss Biscotti was beaming. 
No one but you could have written that poem, she said. It was completely original. Aha! I had done it. I'd created something and shared it with the world. Well, my world, at least. The rest of the day was a blur. By recess, I was already planning my next poem. I would call it My Sweet Morning. Aha! I thought when I came up with the title. Later that afternoon, Miss Biscotti handed me a note. It said that I should keep on writing no matter what. That meant so much to me. School was a bit different after that. I wasn't so scared to raise my hand or ask a question or to share my work. Sure, some things still don't come as easily for me as they do for others. But now I know that you can be smart in many different ways. You don't have to have the answers to every question or suddenly be great at everything all at once. You just need a chance to try all kinds of things to find out who you are and what you like to do. As for me, I learned that I can write and I can think up great ideas. And I found plenty of other things I'm good at too. I no longer feel lost at sea. It's more like floating down a river. And the best part is there's always more to learn. Because we're all smart cookies. The end. There you go, guys. Another great book by one of our favorite authors, Jory John and Pete Oswald. I hope you enjoyed it. I know you are all a bunch of smart cookies out there. And let us know what your special thing is that you're good at and that you like to do. We'd love to hear it. Have a great day or a great night, and we'll talk to you in the next episode. Hey guys, thanks for listening to this episode of Sleepyhead Stories. Keep sending us those shout outs and remember to follow us on Instagram or Facebook and subscribe so that you're notified every time we release a new episode. And of course, share us with your friends. We would love it if you could help spread the word about Sleepyhead Stories to all your friends and family. So thanks again for listening. We love reading books and we love sharing them with you. Have a great day or a great night and we'll talk to you in the next episode.